What's going on, people? Welcome to the third episode of Hip Hop Orchestra Presents with Georgia Savides. And as you guessed from the title of this episode, it's going to be a slightly more personal matter. Something I wasn't really going to talk about before, but I thought it would be really uh, beneficial and hopefully enlightening and inspirational to a lot of people. Um, and that is I Have Dyspraxia. Now, in this episode, what I'll be doing is I'm going to be talking about, obviously, dyspraxia in a lot more detail, reading off the NHS website, which I'll leave a link to down below, um, which you can check out whenever you want to, um, reading in more detail as I go along and how, and maybe either in between or afterwards, I'll be talking about how it kind of affects me and how I'll, how I've overcome it. Um, so here we go. Now, I know... Quite a lot of us have heard what dyspraxia is, um, but might not know what it is exactly. And obviously, everyone's heard of dyslexia. Um, but dyspraxia is quite a common thing, mainly in men, actually. And what it stands for is, is it or what what it is really is, is it, it's a developmental coordination disorder, or DCD for short, in adults and in kids as well, obviously. And I was diagnosed at... 15 as having dyspraxia because when I was at school growing up I found things really difficult really difficult and it came across that I was lazy or just wasn't trying but in fact I found things stupidly difficult um, and so we got tested and during that test I did several kind of tests such as speech tests to um, try to find differences in pictures and so forth and I can't remember, this was 17 years ago now, but um, yeah, did it and came out as I was dyspraxic. So since then, we've kind of worked on things. Um, but it says here that dyspraxia does not affect your intelligence, but it may make daily life more difficult for you, which for me it does because, yeah, I'll read it as I go along. Um it can affect your coordination skills, such as requiring balance, playing sports, or learning to drive a car, and your fine motor skills, such as writing or using small objects. So, yeah, uh, if you know me very well, I talk bloody fast, I mumble, and I repeat the same things, which I mentioned in the first episode, actually. Um, I don't mean to talk fast at all, obviously. It's not my, it's not my fault. I don't mean to do it. I've practiced, obviously, but... I don't mean to talk that fast and I find socializing with people really, really difficult, really difficult. Um, and every day without fault, I bump my elbows into things all the time. Don't mean to obviously, but, and I can't, I find it really hard to walk in a straight line, really hard to walk in a straight line. I don't know why, it's like, well, I do know it's dyspraxia, but I walk like this, I walk like a snake. Um, and holding like it says here like holding small objects like pencils and so forth um i tend to drop it quite a lot my grip's not that good you know i play piano my hands and go gym my hands they're strong as hell but i find holding like small objects really difficult and my writing is terrible which is why i tend to use laptops and computers to write things down um now the symptoms of dyspraxia, dyspraxia symptoms of dyspraxia are uh, so coordination, balance of movement, that's an obvious one. Uh, learning new skills, thinking and remembering information at work and in leisure activities. So, um, yes, so like I said, at school, I struggled big time sort of learning new things. And as much as I love, love learning, 
learning new things was a really difficult thing for me. I could read the same page a million times and wouldn't sink in my mind. Someone would tell me something really simply and it wouldn't it would go like that over my head. <laughs> Ooh, sorry about that. Um, daily living skills such as dressing or preparing meals to time. Uh, I haven't really struggled with that in a way. Um, but let's carry on. So writing, typing, drawing and grafting small objects like we said earlier. So yeah, my writing is terrible. It's, it used to be quite neat when I was younger but if you see my writing as I've gotten older again, I do still do quite a bit of writing when I'm at school and stuff, but writing is, for me, is really difficult. It's, it's You can't read it. It's really bad. I can understand it just about sometimes, but, um, and grasping small objects, I tend to drop things a lot. Um, social, uh, social situations. So, like we said earlier, I find it, I find things really hard to, I find social situations really awkward and very... It made me panic a bit, actually, because, because of my dyspraxia. And when I come in contact with people, as comfortable as I am around them, whether it's family or friends, without meaning to, I kind of panic inside. I kind of have, like, little panic attacks, in a way. Um, and if I find that really difficult, because I don't, I, want, I love talking to people. and But because of my speech, it makes my speech even faster. I makes it mumble even more, and... So for those that might think I'm unsociable or I'm talking too fast or mumbling, I don't mean to be, honestly. It's not my fault. So I'm really sorry about that. Um, and that kind of links to the next subject, next uh, top, um, point is dealing with your emotions. So like I said, social situations are really difficult. And I find that it kind of upsets me sometimes where I find it hard to talk to people because say I've got a joke to say or something good to say, in my mind, it's, I've got it perfectly set up to say, but because of my speech, I have to say it in a different way and it might not come off in the right way sometimes or it might not come off as funny or as good in ways. So I find talk, just talking and it talking to people really difficult. And um, But the next point is, it is um, time management, planning and personal organisation. Now, being a full-time teacher, tutor and running of the orchestra, uh, this... The, this has really helped me immensely because it's forced me to be organized. It's helped, it's forced me to be, to have, um, to be on time with a lot of things because we always have deadlines and you, being a teacher, especially, you need to be organized. You need to know what things are. You need to set deadlines um, and so forth. And think, and the way I've kind of overcome that is using a phone, which I will talk about in more detail in a minute, but, I find think like such things as um, using a diary on my phone to uh, on my laptop as well, and so for writing things down much easier and better for me to remember. Um, just little little things like that. But it says here that dyspraxia should not be confused with other disorders affecting movements such as cerebral palsy and stroke. Um, it can affect people of all intel intellectual abilities. So, like they said earlier on it, on the website, it doesn't affect intelligence, but it can affect people of all intel intellectual abilities. So, even the smartest people have some kind of uh, problems going on, which is what I spoke about in my TED Talk, actually. My sp talk was about disabilities within music and 
how certain artists and composers have overcome their disabilities in whatever form they came through. Just look at um, people in business, so who haven't got dyslexia but got things like dyslexia, like so people like R- Richard Branson, um, who obviously who's obviously multi billionaire now. But um, now says here went to see your GP. Now, if you uh, think you may have undiagnosed dyspraxia or problems with your coordination, it's a good idea to keep a diary of your symptoms. So I know what my symptoms are. I'm clumsy, speech, uh, speech, yeah, I just said speech. Clumsy, speech, my movement, balance. I've known these for years now, which is why I got tested out. But if you feel like you have these kind of symptoms, then go and get checked out. It's, there's literally no harm at all. It might even make your life better. You never know. Um, also says that you, well, your GP may refer you to a, physio, a physiotherapist or an occupational therapist for tests um, and they will t- assess your movements and how your symptoms are affecting you before making making a diagnosis um, but this, I knew all that kind of stuff because I got, because I got tested that years ago but um, now I didn't know this part actually this kind of shocked me not shocked me but I was like oh I didn't know I didn't know this Um now this is on the NHS website it says if you have dyspraxia you may also have other conditions such as ADHD um, as we all know stands for attention deficit hyperactivity disorder um, dyslexia just mentioned that um, you may be on the autism spectrum disorder didn't know that um, difficulty learning or understanding math now at school, I loved math. I still I love math now because I've got a thing for numbers. I've got a thing for remembering stupid amount of numbers, um, codes, phone numbers, and so forth. I don't know how. I just, I just do. Uh, or I do, actually. Next point. Now, for those that don't really know this, um, unless you're in music yourself or math as well, um, music and math work hand-in-hand perfectly because... Without realizing it, you're literally counting all the time. You're counting notes to bars to um, time signatures and so forth. How to divide your music into sections, the bars, and so much more. So literally counting, dividing, and so forth, multiplying in a stupid amount of ways. So that's why music and math work so well together. And that's just one way music is so beneficial. It helps in an incredible amount of ways, but... Music and maths are the best ways possible. Um, and the last thing here is says as well that it might have depression or anxiety. Now, going back to the social things as well and finding things difficult. Yeah, I've become depressed sometimes without telling people about it. Um, like we said a million times already, like when you, like for someone like myself, I'm, I'm, I'm always happy. I'm always, I love everyone and everything. Um... But when you find this, I can say this a million times, so I apologise. Part of my problem, sorry. If when I find like this simple things really difficult, like simple things, whether it's grasping like a pencil and dropping it, or catching a ball, or talking to people about a subject that I know I'm so passionate about, like my podcast and the orchestra, it can have an effect on you. Of course, it can because. Like I said earlier, in my mind, it's, I've got it perfectly laid out of what to say, but my mind and brain won't allow me to say it properly. And this makes me depressed. Uh, it makes me it makes me anxious as well. And that's just part of the, that's just part of what dyspraxia is. But the good thing about dyspraxia, 
a good positive about it is it makes you work twice as hard it makes you more determined to be better which i am um my work ethic i like to feel is brilliant because i get that from my dad my dad's a bloody bloody hard worker so is my mum, but they both are um i know that my ability levels aren't as high as everyone else's but i my work rate is better than everyone else's well a lot of people's and because of that i've achieved so much in my life so the ted talks bbc one extra bgt to winning awards even just setting up the orchestra in the first place and doing this podcast being a full-time teacher tutor inspiring people my work rate is amazing and doing these things inspires not only myself but hopefully inspires other people too and that's why before i wasn't going to talk about my dyspraxia but i thought if i can do it you can do it as well and i just want to inspire as many people as possible and that's why being that's why i love being a teacher because i've taught kids from all different kinds of backgrounds who have several different problems with dyslexia dyspraxia autism adhd and just seeing them grow in different ways saying oh, i can't do this right they call me mr stavides or mr george um depending on what school i work at and um when I give them the give them the theme of the term or the week, saying, "Okay, we're working on this." I say, "We're working." For instance, we're working on composing this week. This is what I want you to do this week. Um, I've seen kids go from crying their eyes out, saying they can't do it, to being the most confident person in the class. And I feel that having dyspraxia and having the know-how of how to overcome these things and being a teacher and helping these kids become better is something that I love and. Yeah, like I said, like if I can do it, you can do it. And um, I want to go to the next thing now. Um, I'll kind of skip a couple of bits. I kind of want to do it now because I want to bore the hell out of you. But uh, causes of dyspraxia, it's, 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 it's more common in men and it runs in families. Um, but it's not known what it's not known what causes dyspraxia. But if you are born premature, which I was, um, there's a higher risk of it. Um, which I want to get into on my side because it's quite upsetting. But um, uh, I'll skip that bit as well. But things to help out. So um, keeping fit, which I do. So I go gym three times a week. I do a lot of walking, do a lot of walking. And I feel that that helps me to concentrate better. It helps me on my balance a bit better. Even though I'm still clumsy as hell, it just helps me to keep my balance better. It helps, helps up my core, my focus and so forth um like i'm doing right now <coughs> learning how to use a computer or laptop which i use every day because like i said earlier writing things down it helps me but in at the same time my writing is terrible so just typing things down or doing emails whatever you need to do or what on a word document whatever you need to do do that uh use a calendar or a diary which i mentioned earlier to improve, to improve your organization if you look at my diary on my phone, it's mental. Like, literally, it's just covered with dates and deadlines and so forth and events and rehearsals and the rest of it. So, diary, that's a that's a key one, actually. I highly re- recommend using a diary on your phone if you can because I do it all the time because I realise that if I don't do it right away, it won't happen. I'll forget it straight away. So, um, diary, even using a post-it note somewhere or, like, leaving it where you know you're going to find it, they're good. But diaries, post-it notes, they're brilliant um now learn how to talk positively about your challenges and how you've overcome them so hopefully what i've spoken about today in this episode has hopefully helped 
clarify a few bits and how to overcome them. Um, and yeah, there are other places that you could find support, such as Dyspraxia Foundation to Dyspraxia Adults, uh, move and a pla- and another place called Movement Matters UK. Now, I've never used any of them myself, but they're just a link on the NHS website, which I will use. Um, which I will obviously, like I said earlier, I'll leave in the link below. But um, yeah, like just living with dyspraxia, like we we mentioned throughout this episode, is really difficult. Um, speech, movement, coordination, finding things really difficult. But you're not alone. And if you are struggling back with dyspraxia, just talk to people about it. And there's always people out there to help you. So. If I can do it, you can do it. And hopefully this episode has cleared things up for you and kind of broadened your horizons a bit and opened up your eyes to what I go through all the time um, and what other people with this practice go through as well. But ho- And yeah, hopefully it helps. So that's another episode and I'll leave it right there. But peace, take care. I want to make one little additional thank you to... First of all, to my parents and to my brother, because if it wasn't for them and their support and love, I wouldn't have achieved anything in my life. So thank you. And also, once again, I have to thank every single member of the orchestra, because if it wasn't for your love and amazing talent, I don't know where, 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 where this would be. So thank you everyone so, so much. Much love and respect. Mwah!